Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackman on the phone. Not sure where Vert is. And our special guest, Steve Travers. I'm hoping he's going to join us pretty soon. Uh, so he'll join us in the next segment. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, F.P., tell us what we're going to talk about next segment. Well... I think we got to talk about the NBA championship because we haven't touched on it as a podcast. So we'll go over that real quick. But then this morning, as of uh, Tuesday, June 28th, the Senate Judiciary Committee is questioning the legality of Major League Baseball's antitrust exemption. So that's a big fancy way of saying, hey, baseball, you can't be a monopoly anymore. Wow. And we're going to come after you. This is both Democrats and Republicans coming together on this. So this is a pretty big issue. If you don't know, Major League Baseball is the only organization that's a monopoly and is granted a legal monopoly. So they yeah. can control everything. It's pretty huge. So we'll get into that. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think the reason for that was way, way back, like during the Federal League and, and all that in the early 1900s, uh, players were just jumping from one team to another. And it was kind of the, the owners and the fans were kind of upset. And, well, I got a history lesson for you. How about oh, that? Oh, good. Okay. We definitely want to do that. All right. Um, so uh, Steve Travers asked me if, uh, if we were ready, and so he'll be coming on in the next segment here. All right, uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments yielding over 6%, and they're probably going to actually raise that interest rate because interest rates are starting to go up. Uh, secured by real estate, uh, they've never lost any money for anybody, so you want to check them up? Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And uh, depending upon how long we're going to stay with Steve, I got a whole bunch of other stuff to cover. If we don't cover it this week, we'll cover it next week. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back.
Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackson, and Steve Travers is trying to... Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. There he is. Hey, Steve, how are you? Well, I I, I just... It just said use internet audio, so I guess that was... That that was the problem. Okay, so Steve Travers, former uh, baseball pitcher and best-selling author... Um, Steve, I know that uh, FP Santangelo uh, kind of did a little bit of research on you there, and uh, <laughs> I know he was going to ask you some questions, but you have a new book that's coming out, or that came out already. Yeah. And, go ahead. I don't know. I'm getting a call. Let me let me get rid of this. <laughs> gotta love technology. Yeah. yeah. This is a live show. You gotta love it. <laughs> okay. Can you see me? Is everything okay? Because I no, that's okay. Go, go ahead. You know what? For listen, the audio is more important than the video. But go oh, ahead. We can we can hear you. Okay. 
Edward Brown. Uh, good to see you. Good, yeah, uh, good to see you too. I've been on with you many times yep. and uh, always enjoy it. Uh, I do have a book. It is a new book that is out on Kindle. Um, it is not actually in a, a, a paperback book or a bound book like my others. I've written something like 30. Uh, this is called Best Sports Writing Ever, and it is a collection of great uh, articles and books about sports that I have read over the, over the many years that I consider the best writing ever. And I've reviewed all these articles and books uh, in, in, one, in one book. Uh, and, 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 and you being a, a, a best-selling author yourself, that's, uh, it's, that's worth something. Well, you know, I, I'm, you're probably like me, you know, when you were a kid, uh, you, you know, you probably loved reading sports. Oh, yeah. You, know, you probably read the sports page and read sports books and baseball yeah. books and became, uh, you know, enamored of it. That's how we did it. I can remember in third grade when you know, on a Friday afternoon, they'd have like a, they'd let the kids all sort of mingle and we wouldn't do academics. I'd go to the library and yeah. find this book that was published in like 1939. Yeah. Great baseball players of all yeah. time. I, you know, it's funny. I still remember, I was just thinking about that. And yeah. same thing with like old football players. They talk about Bobby Lane and Bronco Nikursky. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and even back Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I go way back with this stuff and, and, so the, the book I've done consists of uh, a lot of boxing, actually. Some of the best writing was, uh, was on boxing, um, especially in the early to mid-century. That was... Well, uh, actually, if boxing. I'm not mistaken, I think boxing was the first uh, that appeared on, appeared on radio, the first sport. It, it probably was. Yeah. Uh, in the, the early days of radio, you're talking about... Um, uh, great boxing matches such as, uh, you know, um, Dempsey, Dempsey, Tony at Dempsey, mm -hmm. but there was also football. Uh, a lot of Notre Dame football yeah. was on the radio, uh, Notre Dame, USC games, things like that. And that really, and then baseball, uh, Babe Ruth and the Yankees, those games would be on radio. And that's yeah. really is what, uh, you know, popularized the sport. And then eventually television came on, but the written word has always been, you know, sort of magic. You know, it's funny, Jim Murray, uh, who's one of my favorite writers, he, he grew up in Connecticut. He was in the 20s, you know, early 30s, big fan of Babe Ruth. And he uh, finally goes to a Yankee game. He's like in high school. It's his first Yankee game. And up comes Babe Ruth. And Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth hits a home run. And the crowd gets up. It was like a midweek game. It was not full. And the crowd uh, cheered, but it wasn't that big a deal. And he rounds the bases and they, uh, you know, handshake to his teammates. And then Murray goes, I realized that the picture that the writers had given me of the Sultan of Swat, you know, the, yeah. the bombast of Ruth hitting these momentous homers was actually greater than the actual event. You know, the actual description <laughs> is really what did it, you know. Yeah, because uh, it, it seemed like almost a pedestrian thing as he rounded the bases, you know, mm -hmm. just another home run by Babe Ruth, you know, yeah. but uh, he realized that you could you could create an artistic imagery of these of these events with the written word. Hey, Steve, I have a question for you. Yeah, I know you're very well read. We've had you on before. You know, your baseball history. 
Something happened this morning that's pretty interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So this morning, the Senate Judiciary Committee came together, that's Republicans and Democrats, to question the legitimacy of Major League Baseball's antitrust exemption. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, this is this goes back, I believe, to 1921, and is yeah. all, baseball has always had a special exemption. And uh, there is a TV program called After Jackie that is showing on MLB, or not MLB, ESPN right now, that talks about basically the three African-American players who came after Robinson who had the most impact, Bill White, Kurt, Kurt Flood, Bob Gibson. And they focus on the Kurt Flood uh, reserve clause. Reserve, yeah. And the reserve clause case, uh, the Supreme Court uh, went against Flood by five to three in 1972 and upheld the idea that baseball did not was not interstate commerce. I mean, if baseball yeah. is an interstate commerce, I don't know what is, but it has always been considered the national pastime, you know, not business or something, which has always been completely ridiculous. So Steve, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the original uh, antitrust being, you know, granted to them, if I remember correctly, wasn't it a Supreme Court justice who was like a big baseball fan? It was Kennesaw Mountain Landis, yeah. and yep. it was an inside deal. He did what he did what the 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 owners wanted him to do, yeah, and then in and then in payment for it, he was then hired as commissioner of baseball. Yeah, where, it was all he, inside yeah. baseball. Where he's yeah, so in that case, the famous you know nineteen nineteen Black Sox scandal. Yeah, yeah. in that yeah. case, it was the Federal Baseball Club versus the National League, and there was also a little something there that one of the Supreme Court justices was a Cubs fan. So, oh, that's right. So also, <laughs> and was friends with the owner, with the Cubs owner. So well, in the case of the Cubs, they might not be, uh, uh, they might not be legitimate business, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this season, well, at least. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, six or nineteen oh six through nineteen oh eight, they were, and then back in two thousand sixteen yeah. or something, they were. <laughs> yeah. So which is interesting about this, and and just doing a little research, is that this was again brought up. And Toulson versus the New York Yankees in 1953 and was shot down again. So we're seeing throughout time this being brought up and upheld. But now with social media, now with poor business practices, now what we've been seeing through Major League Baseball kind of be exposed oh. to how it's treating its minor leaguers like they can't even live. Now yeah. they threw them a bone this I season. Can tell you that for a fact. Yeah, now the minor leaguers. <laughs> exactly. Now the minor leaguers are got thrown a bone and they get player housing, but they're still not making great money. How do you think the public is going to react to this? And how do you think it might be different this time around? Maybe the third or fourth time around? Yeah, good point. Well, did you say what was the decision this morning? Well, there was no decision. It was a, a oh. letter written to Congress oh, I by see. both Democrat Democrats and Republicans coming together on this. I mean, well, I mean, I, I'm actually I'm actually an attorney uh, by training. I just don't practice it anymore. And I've studied some of this stuff back in the day, but just really from a layman's standpoint, I don't see how you can say that it's, it's not a business or that it should be any more exempt from anti. The only reason you, well, the only reason you exempt something like that is, is like, for instance, uh, giving Donald Trump uh, tax exemption so he can build giant buildings in New York City. This kind of thing is done all the time. 
Uh, and you do it for the benefit of society. You yeah, do it yeah. for the benefit of business. It hires lots of people. So there are reasons for it. I mean, there's no legitimate reason to exempt it from others on its face. You do it because, okay, it's, does, does some benefit outweigh? Right, yeah, hey, yeah, man, there are tremendous benefits hey, of baseball. Hey, Steve, Steve, stay with us. We got to go to a quick break. Okay, we're going to okay. continue this on. Okay, uh, we're talking baseball. This is our uh, trivia question theme. Uh, which LA Dodger won, con <coughs> won consecutive NL batting titles in 1962 and 1963? And don't say the answer, Steve, yet. All right? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Three. 
Welcome back to Sports Geek Club 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackman, and our special guest, Steve Travers. Our first trivia question on baseball is, which L.A. Dodger won consecutive NL batting titles in 1962 and 1963? Anyone? Tommy Davis. Tommy Davis. Very nice. good. <laughs> we knew he was the historian. I think he hit 346 and 62. I'm not sure what his average was. Woo! He had a great year in '62. Oh, yeah, uh, great player, Hall of Fame player, but he hurt, but he absolutely destroyed his knee in a slide in 1965. But still hit 300 for another eight years. For wow. you know, he was in ball four. You know, he was a he was an interesting character. It's so funny because I can still remember what his baseball card looks like. I still, yeah. I still, I had a few of them. Uh, go, go ahead, FP. You're gonna. Uh, Continue on with that. Well, I want to get Russ involved with this too because he practices law, of course. So, do they have a base? So, just resetting the table here. Uh, the Judiciary Committee this morning came together, sent a letter to Congress questioning the legitimacy of Major League Baseball's antitrust exemption. And they stated the two major reasons being the treatment of minor league players and the lack of pay and the corruption within the international uh, drafting system and how players are getting paid really yeah. nothing to become yeah. uh, professional players. So to Russ, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Do they have legitimacy in this claim? And do you see this going well, far? I mean, yeah, no, of, of course they do. They, 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 no other sport has it. So it's, it is something that, you know, you pointed out was all done with backroom shenanigans yeah. to appoint the uh, uh, judge as a, as a commissioner, I mean, the, the, it's a farce and it was something, you know, that, you know, unfortunately, it, you, you, if you wanna, you know, talk about social mores and people's uh, thoughts back in the, the 1920s, I mean, blackface was a form of entertainment. So, you know, the, 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 the people of, of that era were not exactly like the most forwards thinking or, you know, uh, 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 positive individuals, and it's about time to correct that and and bring you know baseball into the 21st century or even the 20th century if you <laughs> want to be you know uh, uh, that correct you know uh, because all the other sports have been able to to manage not you know to thrive. I mean the NBA doesn't have you know uh, an exemption like that, and things are okay there. You know and the NFL. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, and remember, remember this, um, baseball is, the, uh, the other sports have some form of this, but not, not like baseball. Baseball has a minor league farm system yeah. that feeds the big leagues. Uh, the baseball, basketball and football essentially have colleges. That's where they come from. There are, yeah. they, there are some minor leagues and, and, and farm systems, but that's really where it comes from, especially football. I think uh, the G League players get compensated pretty well in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. It's almost yeah, like and, a, and I, in the practice and, squad. I, mean, I, have a, I have a case to this day. I just uh, had a Zoom meeting yesterday with a doctor uh, for injuries sustained 40 years ago when I was with the Cardinals. Wow. And basically, when I had an injury, I went from being really kind of a prospect, to be honest with you. I had a good year, uh, at least a good three quarters of a season, which I was leading the league in ERA. And then I tore my rotator cuff and the St. Louis Cardinals essentially, because they hadn't given me a lot of bonus money. I'd kind of come out of nowhere and boom, they just 
sent me, uh, released me. They should have sent me to the Job Clinic, given me laser surgery, wow. you know, and all that stuff. But uh, so I have a case and I'm, I'm probably going to get, you know, a fair chunk of change uh, in a worker's comp case. And, yeah, I was going to say, you got hurt. You got hurt on the job. I got hurt on the job and, I've, and I still can't sleep all night because I've got sciatica and I've got injuries that wow. you know, are sustained from a baseball and your dad played ball. He was a catcher. Certainly he probably has, you know, the same kinds of things. Uh, but getting back to the treatment of minor leaguers, I mean, the minor leaguers as of a couple of years ago, were making barely more if, if not no more than what I was making. In 1981 and 1982, which was nothing. Yeah. Um, and certainly rents and expenses are greater now than they were then. So especially this year. And 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 let me tell you, there was a tremendous amount. It, when you're talking about Dominican players, we've learned yeah. a lot of things about how poorly they're they're treated and they're and there's there's uh, uh, predatory scouts and coaches down there who who prey on them and do things to them all. Oh, well, well, listen, when you come from poverty, right? And unfortunately, a lot of these yeah. uh, Latin American baseball players come from poverty. Like 5,000 US dollars is like a million dollars to you. You don't know how screwed you're getting because they don't really understand the concept of economics and money. Yeah, so yeah. they'll be signing these bonuses for like $50,000 and thinking they're set for life. When yeah, yeah, after they they which they would be the if they were living in the Dominican them. Republic. Yeah, which well, they'll, they'll accept the money because they want to help their families immediately, right? Yeah. But sure. this is still predatory, and they should be given more money based on U.S. standards. It's a U.S. business, so again, well, it's yeah. predatory. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it, you you sign lots and lots of them for very small amounts, yeah. knowing that the percentage is that out of uh, a thousand of them, two or three are going to be great major league baseball players, and the yep. rest. And if they've got a little bit of, a little bit on the ball, maybe they can get into baseball as a coach or a scout. Yeah. Well, yeah, but okay, look at Yasiel Pui. I mean, he came from yeah. Cuba. Right? Yeah, he's Cuba, but yeah. still, <clears throat> they're poor in Cuba, just like they, they are. Have no Cuba. idea how to handle himself. Yeah, but um, I, I got to think that because of, of his prospect, I mean, he was paid pretty darn well, wasn't he? Coming out. Oh, and, sure. He, oh, yeah, well, he, gets, like, well, I mean, he got to the big leagues, Edward. Once you get to the big leagues, you're, you know, you're there. Nobody is going to argue that major leaguers are not well paid. No, no, I mean, it's, but, uh, it's I, all I about the minor leaguers. No, I'm trying to think of like when he first got. So I guess what he just got straight in to the. Well, he was a huge, as I understand his story, and I should write about this, but as I understand his story, he comes out of Cuba. He was a huge prospect. Yeah. They knew he was really good. They knew that he'd probably get to the big leagues. I understand that there were nefarious, I, I want to say even drug cartels that involved yeah. themselves in in sort of getting him because he didn't come straight to the United States. He came to like Mexico or someplace mm. and then came up and that some of these cartels may have been sort of, you know, like in the old days, the, the, the mob would be would be behind a boxer. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, Sonny Liston. I was just thinking yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a similar type of story. The, I don't, I can't confirm this story. These are sort of rumors. Who knows? But that's the story that they go. Okay, when you get, you know, big money, uh, you're going to pay us back. And apparently, there was some issue that, like he did, wasn't going to pay him back when he when he got to the Dodgers. It was making the big money. So I don't know yeah. what happened to him beyond that. 
Yeah, it's too bad because, you know, Sonny Liston, you think of him and you go, ah, you know, yeah, terrible, you know, loses to Muhammad Ali. But you go back, I mean, that guy was a bruiser. I was, you know, I started as a screenwriter, Edward, and uh, I worked for a guy named Edgar Sherrick, who actually, he, he started Monday Night Football, lost it in a power struggle oh. with Harlech. And oh. Edgar had me write some scripts back in the day, and he was, he said, okay, you're going to write the Sonny Liston script. Huh. And it's going to be a big, big movie and son of a gun Ed, uh, Edgar Sherrick passed away and that was the end of my screenwriting career that I got into you know mm -hmm. books and stuff uh but yeah I would have that would have been a big a big movie I, I could could have seen Denzel Washington doing it this is the early oh, yeah. you know uh yeah. it would have been yeah or Jamie Foxx since didn't he play Ali yeah <laughs> uh, uh Will Smith played Ali yeah somebody like oh, that Smith they were all at the right yeah and then uh, Jamie Foxx is going to play Mike Tyson. Oh, uh, are they coming out with a Mike Tyson movie? Yeah. I'm going to eat your children. <laughs> yeah, he was my, uh, but I, it's funny. I still, I know it's kind of hard to compare, you know, uh, uh, you know, Rocky Marciano compared to, you know, Jack Sullivan <laughs> and, uh, and all that and uh, yeah. Mac Johnson and, and Mike Tyson. But boy, I'll tell you, Mike Tyson in his day, I, I, he, to me, he's the yeah. scariest. He was. Yeah. Uh, I love him. I really, I really, I'm really uh, happy for him that he pulled himself together. I think yeah. he probably got on meds. I think is what he had. He was, he had a, he was a bipolar or something. He had, you uh -huh. know, a manic depressive. I'm not sure what it was, but something was wrong with him, and he needed to, you know, certainly getting pounded in the head all the time wasn't yeah. helping. Yeah. But he's uh, pulled himself. He's a smart guy. I always thought he was dumb, but he's not. He's a very smart guy. Yeah. Uh, very business savvy, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And uh, I don't know. I think Vern joined us, but he uh, may have taken another call. But Vern, are you there? Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Okay. Well, tell you what. Hey, hang, hang on. Grab, grab, grab. Yeah, but Vern, hang on. Because, <laughs> hang on because we have to cut to a commercial break. All right. Uh, second baseball trivia question is, who led the 2000? Who, who led the 2000? I gave it to the manager. I gave it to the manager. Hey, 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 Vern, we still hear you there. I'm talking to giving it some. Oh, oh you can hear me now? We can okay. hear you. Yeah, so hold on. A Great. Second. Okay. Who led the 2002 St. Louis Cardinals in home runs? All right. That's our trivia yeah, question. Uh, you can email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. Who led the 2002 St. Louis Cardinals in home runs? All right. When we come back, we're going to continue on with uh, Steve Travers and uh, our favorite Vern Glenn has also joined us. So that'll be awesome. There'll be boy, five of us on. That's awesome. And yet we're not interrupting each other. I mean, yep. how talented are we, huh? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Catch Some Relief is the first CBD company to market directly towards fishermen. 
While we market towards fishermen and the outdoorsmen, our products are for anyone suffering from inflammation and anxiety. At Catch Some Relief, we don't sell CBD oil. We only sell products with the highest amount of bioavailability. Spend your hard-earned dollars on products that work. At Catch Some Relief, wherever your pain, we have you covered. So check out CatchSomeRelief.com to relieve your pain. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. There's something for everyone at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We've all been spending more time at home and living differently. But when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We make it easy for you to work, play, and stay in Calistoga. With many amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel, there's an array of activities just waiting for you. The safety and comfort of our guests is of utmost importance. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. That's the MountViewHotel.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., our special guest, Steve Travers. Bernie Glenn has joined us and Russell Jackson. That's right. All right. Okay, so uh, our second trivia question, who led the 2002 St. Louis Cardinals in home runs? Albert Pujols. That is? Yeah, I figured I'd I figured I ask one easy one. Okay, uh, so F.P., you wanted to bring up uh, the uh, NBA championship because we, uh, we had to – uh, replay a show last week, so we kind of missed not even talking about the NBA championship. Well, yeah, we're in the Bay Area over here, and uh, this team called the Golden State Warriors won an NBA championship fourth time in, I don't know, how many years. They're, yeah, they're, they're a good team. There's, there's this guy named Steph Curry. Went to the parade. It was incredible. I thought there was only going to be a few hundred thousand people. There was like a million. It was insane. It was crazy. They overtook the barriers and started following the parade buses. It was just anarchy. Really, really cool scene to see. Awesome for Steph Curry's legacy. And it was just an absolute 
joy to watch. Um, obviously, if you're a Boston fan, you don't think so, but they got a, such a bright future. It was a great series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was they're, good. They're an absolute dynasty. I think there's yeah. no question. One of, the, one of the great sports dynasties of all time. Um, and I, I, I don't say that lightly. That's you know, yeah, coming from a writer. Yeah, that's yeah. that's huge. Well, the, the thing is, you, you've got to have at least a few players stay with the team, right? I mean, you've got uh, there, you know, like let's say David Lee, right? He hasn't been on the team since uh, the first time they won, and he only played, I think, a few months into the league, but he had into, into that year. But you know, you have the, it, Clay and, and Steph and then Draymond, I mean, those are the main guys, so uh, you know, very similar to uh, uh, Ruth and uh, Gehrig, you know, being the mainstay of, uh, of, of, the, of the Yankees dynasty. So, um, yeah. I, I you look at what this team has been through. Yeah, you know, just two years ago, they only won 15 games. Yeah. Last year, they were eliminated um, in the, the, <laughs> the uh, play-in tournament with both uh, Los Angeles and LeBron hitting a last-second three and then yeah. Memphis – you know, beating them and them not making the playoffs. And, and they've had, uh, you know, some injuries. I mean, Iguodala, is he, is he going to retire? He said never say never. Yeah. And it sounds like he might run it back as a player coach again. He's just going to be on the injured list a lot. You'll see. Yeah. I mean, he, how old is he now? 38, 39? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You get to be uh, – You'll keep on having some weird back injuries until the playoffs. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe when I, okay, I know this is controversial. Maybe he'll uh, decide he wants to be a woman and then play in the NWA. Uh, what? <laughs> Thank you, FP. I'm with you on that. Uh, okay, they, did that. they did a movie called Juana Man. It's a good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. Actually, did you hear about the, uh, uh, the 13-year-old young lady skater losing to a 29 year old man who basically decided he was a woman for i don't know how long maybe he's still a woman but yeah it's, it's like in college baseball when we play the mormon teams and they're all like 30 years old and we were like 19 <laughs> yeah it it's happened. nice against guys wasn't it oh, yeah, well, I play, yeah but, I mean, they're, they're full-grown men compared to when i was at, when i was at redwood we played the the taiwan national team i think edward you you might remember that no, those no. guys were not 18 years old they were 21 year old kids on steroids yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and you were so so taiwan guy they were all 6'4 220 pounds from taiwan i thought taiwan. everyone <laughs> in taiwan was small yeah I mean, where who are these guys yeah. oh they take baseball seriously over there oh yeah the Boy, they i mean look at the little league you know they, um yeah. in fact if i remember uh redwood just barely lost that game right oh it was a yeah it was it was considered the greatest uh, marin county sporting event of the 70s it was a there was like seven thousand people at redwood high school to see a game i had to i had to enter the game sort of like those pictures of the glory of their times like with the fans the fans were right up to the to the lines there was no foul territory and they had to part the way like you know like uh, moses leading the, the israelites <laughs> you know, through the Red Sea uh, for me just to enter the game. Uh, but it was an amazing event. It was uh, really, and it was a lot, there were a lot of political aspects to that game. It was in 77. And the reason they were doing it was because they were very concerned about being thrown to the wolves 
um, against uh, to make a deal with China. Very similar to what we're looking at today with Taiwan, very worried that they're going to be you know, overcome by the red Chinese. And yeah. they wanted to sort of impress America. Hey, we're baseball players. We're very much like you. Huh. So they came over and, and with all these, you know, these guys, who, they, they had to be uh, ringers. It, it, you know, doesn't it seem like Ukraine and Taiwan are uh, the same and from the standpoint of like, uh, they're, they're just playing defense right now. Right. I mean, you never hear Taiwan sending fighter fighter jets over China to look at bombing them. Right. Doesn't know. Well, like no, right of course defense. not. Yeah. Well, Ukraine's in full blown war. <laughs> yeah, but, they're, but they're not. But if I'm not mistaken, are they attacking uh, Russia or are they just defending themselves? Ukraine is I think they're defending themselves. Ukraine? Well, Ukraine is they're They're doing they they're moving into some. It's kind of similar, like the Vietnam War with Cambodia. They are doing some attacking in the sanctuary areas outside uh, of Ukraine, uh, just to um, you know disrupt the Russians. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, they're targeting a lot of like oil, oils and trains in, in Russian territory via like UAVs and stuff like that. But they're, it's a, they're not attacking citizens like Russia. Yeah, and Russia asked for this. This was something yeah. that they they all started. So. Uh, so hey guys, I want to talk a little bit of golf here, just like uh, just a second. So Brooks Kepka um, joining the LIB tour for a hundred. Oh, the live tour. Uh, the live tour. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, yes. Uh, for a hundred million dollar bonus, and uh, I had put this out before. I think the news came out. I said, uh, "Won't the PGA have to raise its payout to keep its players?" And then I think like a day later, they came out with they are pay- they are increasing the payout, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. They are increasing the pay. It's going to change the sport for the long term. And I think you're going to see a blueprint of other competitors as we talk about the antitrust exemption in Major League Baseball. Maybe in the future, we might see like a, a Chinese investor, a billionaire investor, start trying to get NBA players away from the NBA at the sure. tail end of their career. Now, we've seen something like this. With soccer here in the MLS with like David Beckham and other huge soccer stars overseas, we just pay them millions of dollars to come over here and basically have a retirement tour. So it'll be interesting to see if there's going to be other major sports things that follow suit and see that, okay, maybe if we can get uh, lots of billionaires together from all over the world, maybe we can snatch talent and start our own league. And it'd be funny if it happened to Major League Baseball right after this major uh, antitrust exemption yeah. pulled up, because I'm sure there's a lot of very wealthy Japanese, Latin American people that would want to start a league, maybe an international league. Well, especially baseball, because because it is such an international sport, and it, it goes back to capitalism, right? It's supply yeah. and demand economics. It's great. I think yeah. it's great. I think it'd be great if Major League Baseball had a challenger, so that way, you know, when the fans don't like rule change or they don't like the direction the game's going in, they have another product to watch. But it is hard to be good league baseball. Baseball has gone in this direction twice Mm -hmm. uh, and failed at it. Uh, The Federal League, 1914 to 15, was an attempt. And and then the Mexican League started in 1946. They actually went so far as to sign Ted Williams – um, to go down there, but it, it, I don't even think they ever played a game. It was broken yeah. up. It's interesting to note that uh, the American Football League succeeded roundly 
Yeah. But other leagues haven't. The USFL and the XFL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's there's a limit to it. There's a there's so many great great football. Obviously, in 1960, uh, there were many 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 more great football players than just were seen in the National Football League. There yeah. were many yeah. more, but yeah. there is a limit to how many there are who are truly great. And that's what you have to have in order, you know, like capitalism, uh, supply and demand, however you put it, mm-hmm. the fans will see if, look, if these guys are just as good as major leaguers, just as good as NFL players, they will go, they'll pay their money and they'll become fans. You know. Yeah. But there's a lot to be said about brand loyalty and people who are, you know, born Yankee fans and yeah. born Niner fans and, yeah. and, and, and so forth and that they That's, you can't just get rid of i mean there are people that root for the 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 front of the uniform and not the back and so you know it's gonna be hard. i mean did you guys watch any of the xfl this year or the usfl no. that happened a couple of years ago i didn't watch any of those games because so, they were pretty awful let me put this idea in your head i know we got to go soon in about 10 years a lot of airplane companies are saying there's going to be hypersonic planes, which means I can get from LA to London in three hours. Yeah. Okay. Wow. When this happens, good point. It's going to be an international sports league, and the NFL is going to have a lot of competitors, yeah. and That's, then Major League Baseball is going to have a lot of competitors. Very good, very and the good NBA. Yeah. Have a lot of. Yeah, I could, I could, I totally agree. I, I could see that. that. It'll do it. It'll be just like when jet travel came to the West Coast. Yeah, it's going to change everything. So you yeah. got to think about that forward, and I think that's when we're going to see actual competitors for these sports. Well, leagues. think about it. They, I, they have uh, like a, a playoff. Imagine playoffs. You know, between the uh, you know the Cebu Lions. And the New York Yankees. It'd be awesome. Angeles, yeah, you know, it'd be great. It'd I mean, be awesome. it's like a mini Olympics in a way. But yeah, if you remember, it'd be football, fabulous. A couple of football games um, they played in London, right? But because of the, it does, you know, eight hours from New York or whatever, uh, they're not going to be doing that every week. But like you said, with the airplanes, potentially three hours, being able to go from, you know, L.A. to London or New York to London. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. Okay. Well, you know what you can do. Like, for instance, I played in the uh, Alaskan League, uh, Collegiate League. Oh, and, and what they did at that point, they added Hawaii to the league. Oh. And what they did was the, the Hawaii teams would come and and play three weeks or two weeks in, in Alaska. Yep. And the Alaska teams would go over and spend a long. So you didn't have they didn't just play a three game series and move on. You just. You created, you were there for a long time. So you would go over there for a month and you'd play all your games in, in, a, in a single month. That makes sense. Yeah, you imagine know. if there's a whole bunch of Europe teams, like in basketball all of a sudden, and then you, you play like the Italy team, you play the Spain team, you play the London team before you go back to the U.S. Exactly. Like, yeah. This is very realistic yeah. to happen in yeah. the future. Like it, I could do that. <clears throat> um, also, you know, mentioning Major League Baseball here before we cut out. Major League is apparently the only major sport Allowing CBD sponsorship. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I may, I guess they could be getting away from the steroids in baseball. They'll go to CBD. Yeah, all the other ones are making money off of Bitcoin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> we're losing right. money now. Okay. Hey, guys, we're going to come to our third trivia question. <clears throat> Excuse me again. This is uh, baseball. Uh, to, to, to me, this is an easy one, and I think uh, you guys will know this one, too. All right. What team once had the nickname the Gas House Gang? All right, in baseball. All right, we, we all oh, okay. Our okay. Murderers Row was uh, the Yankees, right? Nineteen twenty-seven, roughly. 
uh, what team once was nicknamed the Gas House Gang. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be coming back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. travelers do you want to save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Russell Jackman, Vern Glenn, and our special guest, Steve Travers. All right, third trivia question, which Vern's going to answer. 
what team, what baseball team once had the nickname the Gas House Gang? <clears throat> I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals. That is correct. And what era was that? 1946? Actually, no, it was in the 1930s. 1930s, okay. I, I, I don't know how they got that name. Steve, you're a, you're a historian. I'm not sure how the name came. It's roughly 19, it centers around 1934. Yeah. Um, you know, with Dizzy Dean, Joe Medwick, and, and uh, Pepper Martin were, yeah. were stars. Uh, I don't really know. I probably from some, uh, you know, uh, vaudeville act of something. Yeah, kind, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's right, because you're just, just getting into the talkies. What then. the heck is a gas house, anyway? <laughs> I don't know. My yeah. God, my God, I don't think they they, they call this a, a team a gas house, you know, the six years before the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, uh, it probably had to do with, uh, I, I think they were just kind of sort of uh, slapstick type of. Uh, oh, yeah, they were they were definitely characters. The, the, sure. Martin was known as the wild bull of the Osage. Gotcha. Dizzy, right. Dizzy Mark, Dizzy Dean was was a character. And don't forget his brother Daffy. Daffy. Yeah. Dean. Okay. Hey, uh, guys, we're going to cut out for today. Again, Steve Travers, thank you for joining us. Here is our thoughts for the day. What? And, and we have two attorneys on the phone here. Uh, what's a lawyer's favorite drink? Subpoena. <laughs> lawyer's favorite drink is subpoena colada. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I knew Vern would be. Right, okay, right. okay, and how many psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? The light bulb's going to want to change. Uh, I was going to say one, but the light bulb is going to want to have to change. Very good, Russ. You got that. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Better late than ever, America. So, <laughs> adios.